BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara. I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Here we are. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Here we are again. Here we are right, again. Devin, what do you have for us this evening? They can't middle. That's it. <laughs> That's it. They can't middle. <laughs> Crickets. You know, wait, I'm waiting for like more. I'm like, okay. All right. That's it. They can't middle. Yeah. They can't middle. Can't middle. <laughs> I don't like, understand. It's a riddle. <laughs> uh, you know, middle. like, they can't middle. I mean, no, okay. obviously, that could be a lot of things, but what's no, the context? It's, it's, it's very simple. It's, they can't middle. It's a joke I saw, or I was bringing up yesterday at work. It's um, uh-huh. it's from uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David. Ah, uh, yeah. And the, yeah. <laughs> he's discussing <laughs> the middling, or if someone can't middle, it's when you get trapped at like a gathering or a dinner where the two with the people <laughs> in the middle aren't good at middling. Uh, they yeah, don't right. pull yeah. people into the conversation. Ah. They. I do either. I, I was like, for some, yeah, it was right on the tip of my my brain. I was like, I remember this from something yeah, that you said, yeah, but my, I couldn't I put my finger. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I love it. So they I think can't. We, either, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Either it's not interesting enough. They're not interesting enough to pull everyone in, or, <laughs> or, or I guess that's it. You just don't have. You can't. Yeah. Make. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I I think we were talking about that because we were at uh, what the diner for Corinne's birthday and oh, all of our family right. was there, and you and I were like sitting in the middle of the table across from each other. And we're, like, I was like, I love being in the middle because I love like I love it to be one big conversation, you know, like bring everyone yeah. in. And you're like, yeah, you got to be able to middle if you're in the middle. You got to be that right. connector. <laughs> got, yeah, <laughs> they can't middle. I like that. I think that's good. That's one of those things that like. Uh, I, that's something that, I, that I've always done. I've always been like the in between, like bringing yeah, people in. Like I think that's kind of our my like group of friends from college and and high school and our brothers. You know, we're always like let's bring people in and make them part of the group. You know, mm. no, that's true. We're those middle guys. Yeah, even though <laughs> so I, I kind of if I have to do it, it's kind of if it's necessary. Like I don't want to. Right. Unless it's some of your if it's friends you're comfortable with, then it's fine. But everyone can kind of right, middle them. Right. 
But if it's like a social thing, I, I don't want to do it. But if there's no one else, <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's like <laughs> get something no, interesting love... going here. Like, what were you guys, what are you into? Like, what, what are we, what are you start to like mix it up, try to tell a crazy kind of weird, like really weird story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to get everyone like, oh man, like, all right. Yeah, right. Get something going. Yeah, like, I mean, I think that's that, like, you know, specifically what we talked about, it was in a, at a table when you have a bunch of people. And I don't I don't yeah. like being on the ends because I don't like being, no, I don't like not yeah. being a part of the other end conversation. You know, I want to be, right. I want to like, I also, I, you know, I prefer like a square table or a round table because then everyone is part of it. You know, you can have one big conversation rather than yeah. like a lot, like, like the bar in Seinfeld, you know, <laughs> like we never said the bar, you know, like. Everyone's down. You don't know who's here. Like, Elaine, when did she get here? When did Kramer get here? here? You know, down there. Who's down there? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. No, I like I like being in the middle. I like uh, I like being an inclusive member of a group. <laughs> Pull people in. Well, then you know, call them by their call them by their name. You know, someone's <laughs> like, oh, they said my name. Joe, come on over, man. But you know what, what I are you don't, doing? I don't like Hop about in. that trick is when people say your name too much because then you know it's yeah, a, yeah it's an angle, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, Mike, what do you think? Mike, 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 Mike. You're like, all right. Like, you're all right I know. I understand. Much. You know my name. We've connected that way. I see what you're doing yeah. here. You keep saying it at the beginning of every sentence. Well, well, Mike. Mike, what do you think, Mike? Mike. Now, let me tell you. Gone Mike. too far. I got it. You got it. You remembered it. Well done. Let's move on. You're like, just because not all of us can remember everyone's names. Yeah. Well, you real have to rub it in. Fucking show off. <laughs> You're like, what's your name again? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know you. People's I don't names. Care. I don't care to know you. Um, <laughs> um, okay, hang on. I think we're at a delay, Dust, and I, I, um, I don't have a bottle opener. I can't find my beacon bottle opener. All right. <laughs> I don't know how we gain a delay in time. Something with uh, if we keep resetting delay. it, we'll go. We'll go into the future. <laughs> I've heard all this before. I know exactly what so middle far is. now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you got your bottle opener. We hopefully no longer have a delay. I don't know where it comes from, but comes from gain and lose time. <laughs> time, time. Everyone who thinks we're just sitting across from each other in the studio now knows the secret. We're got miles it. away. Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, so we could so, talk about our, uh, what we've been, uh, kind of brainstorming back and forth on, yeah. which is the, uh, what we actually started thinking about last podcast, yeah. which is the, bro, the bro drop trailer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Forget the name. <laughs> the bro drop. Yeah. The old bro drop. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, yeah we, we can't, I don't know if, I think I was thinking of it, but then yeah, it kind of came mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And last episode, so uh, continuing that story, um, yeah. So we reached out to a company. I wanted to find an American-made local, or at least one with a local factory. Um, so we found one where there's a factory within like two or three hours of us. Yeah. And then I looked at their stuff and all their lists. All the lists said that they were like one of the top brands and. Um, all their stuff looked quality. So my thought was we will, or what we've been wanting to do is reach out to someone, get them to partner slash sponsor it. 
Right. They give us yeah. the trailer, and then our series of videos will be, you know, sponsored by you, or we'll say right. your name, yeah. and you'll you'll constantly be on camera. The whole thing is focused on your trailer. Right. Yeah. Um, and I also tacked on like, hey, if you want to show us around, that'd be cool too. Like, see all the guys building right. these trailers, like in in your workshop or in your factory. That like that'd be what a great way to start the series is to go to an American factory and watch right. skilled craftsmen do their work and talk to somebody, and then drive away with the product. Yeah, I like, like it. We, like we always say. If you, you're not going to pay $30 for a, a cup, a glass, right. you know, a juice glass, or maybe you will, but, but you will <laughs> if you see the guy blow it in front of you. Right, yeah. If he, he's making it in front of you, then you're like, yeah, oh, that's great. So the hope was it, it's great content to go to a factory and see how it's made, but then it also helps whoever we're working with. To, so people go, oh, that, like, that, I, I will look into that trailer brand. Right, and I think um, there is a there is a popularity level to people making trailers right now. There are a lot of different like content creators that are making mm-hmm. trailers and doing things, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and I think you know having something like that where we can go up and check out what they do. It's you know it's it's that like look like you said that look into the craftsmanship. You see the people. You see the time and effort that goes into it. You see the like the level of you know detail that people are looking at and doing. Um, one of the companies that I think that does a really good job of that and has started, you know, I would say in the last year and a half or so is Nick's boots out on the West coast. They have a whole YouTube channel now and they put out a video like every week or every two weeks on just making the, making a boot or redoing a boot. And they're just like always putting out content on like building these boots and the boots are, you know, two, three, four or $500 depending on what you get. But people are willing to pay that when they know that it's a handcrafted thing that, you know, has time and money has gone into making sure the product is as the best it can be. Yeah. And I think that's what people want. And then people, like you said, are willing to pay more money because you see that it's actually made by someone who cares about what they're doing and and you see the personality behind it. Yeah. Right. So when we're asking these people for something for free, uh, you're trying to balance the line of not just saying, hey, give us your product. But you're also trying to show that you have something to offer, or at least have an idea of what you want to do. And like, you know, I'm not trying to steal from anybody. We don't. We want to make something mutually beneficial. So, but one of those trailers we're looking at, like a six by twelve, I think, is a good, yeah, small to medium sized trailer where we can fit like we can talk about in a minute like what we want to do i'm excited yeah, so i'm so right. pumped uh, but <laughs> something like that where you could almost if you needed to you could pull it with one of our suvs but probably right. one of our trucks you know yeah but right you know under under five thousand pounds for sure you know so right. you need a, something that can is capable of that um mm. and they're like they're around between five and eight thousand dollars for a new storage trailer right yeah um so that's money wise that's what we're asking and i mean a lot of people a lot of channels just ask five grand just to start out just to get any to to, for a sponsor right right exactly so i think it's fair if we do a whole series yeah and so too and then you're not we're not just asking for cash i think it's better to ask for the and easier on them to ask for the product we want your product um, it's not just like whatever 
Um, yeah, we're just doing a random video and sponsored by this company. Sponsored you know, just, by some They get 30 game. seconds, you know. Right, right. We're, yeah, no they're going to they, get the entire episode is about their thing, you know. They're going to get the whole series. Episodes. Yeah, right. right. And then another point was, I said, we're going to take it to all these places where all these other makers and people and influencers and blah, blah, blah are at, where they're going right. to, we're going to want to show it off. Yeah, you know, we're like if we yeah, pull right. it up, we're gonna be like, "Hey, check it! Come on in!" Like mm-hmm. all these things pulled down and little cots and this and that, and we'll have a like a mobile like podcast studio where we can bring people yeah. in, and, you know, beer on tap, something crazy like that. Just good for content <laughs> and fun to right. build and make and try to figure out. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think that's like <clears throat> I think it's a great idea when you when you first talked about. it. I was like, "Oh, that'd be so fun." But then the, the more we like talked about it and thought about it, I'm like, well, this is actually pretty feasible and it can be a pretty versatile space. You know, like you said, like maybe doing something with a podcast or, you know, setting it up so it can be, you know, beds that fold up and down. So you open up the space, you have like, mm-hmm. um, you, you could do right. Like a podcast studio, you could probably, you know, also do like a sound system in it so we can play music, you know, you can do <laughs> like pull out the, uh, the projector and, you know, play a video on the side of it, oh, yeah, the, of the trailer, yeah. you know, big white screen, like, you know, I think yeah. it can be a pretty like uh, a versatile thing, and then also being able to bring along materials for like bow making demonstrations or knife making or whatever you know whatever it is that we want to do. Um, yeah. It can also bring that stuff to act as a trailer as well as a mobile house. <laughs> yeah, because because when I was looking into it, you can buy like a very base small trailer. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people do a Harbor Freight thing where they get a kit for like five hundred bucks. Right, but then the money is in building a watertight structure, right? Which right. is hard to do, and something that you know is sturdy and it, like you're okay with living in and being on top of, mm-hmm. and like you know, and it just seemed it, it was a lot of work to get to a point of a quality structure and a lot of welding, right. which we don't have the skills for that. Right. To be welding all this bar and bending steel or aluminum. Like, we're just not set up for that type of thing. So then, then, yeah, the next best thing is to get a a storage travel trailer that you see, like, landscapers use or people with equipment. And now people are turning them into trailers and RVs and stuff. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I think just like, uh, I think a lot of people use those as. You know, travel trailers to travel with things but then like uh an example would be wrangler star like he has a trailer that they use for taking mm-hmm. their dirt bikes or snow bikes mm-hmm. around but then mm-hmm. it's all like warmed and insulated and heated and like you can easily stay in there you know like it's plenty of room and it's you know comfortable with with uh solar power and you know everything it's all hooked up to run like I don't. I don't think that amount of customization is is difficult. You know, I think that's something that we can kind of we have enough knowledge between the two of us and between you know our my our dad and brothers and friends and you know there, there's enough knowledge there that all that stuff we could do really well and have like end up with a product that's super cool. That's going to highlight all the people that we get. Like if we get different sponsors for different things, you know, that'd be cool to like have this thing that highlights all these great companies that we like to work with and get cool things from and then tell other people, show other people how they work, you know, and then you go to an event like maker camp and then we got like, you know, we got your house on wheels, 
<laughs> pull right, up in the camp right. set, you know, maybe there's a little awning you can pull out from one side and then you could do like a camp table yeah, and stuff, you yeah, know, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like cool ideas and a lot of that stuff is already out there. It's already like either, you know, we're talking about like materials, like plywood and two by fours and, you know, insulation, all that stuff is things that people will just get rid of, you know? So that could be the other angle is like, what can we do? How can you do this on a budget? How can you find things right. and, and accumulate right. stuff? And, you know, if you're not on a time crutch to get it done super, super fast, then like, you know, it can be done in a way that again, you end up with a really quality product that you're proud of, but you can do it in a way that like people like even me, like we have the pop-up camper that has holes all over it and we can't really <laughs> use it for anything. We just got to get rid of it. But before we do, we could definitely like, you know, cannibalize it and pull things out and get different things that work. And, you know, like there's a lot of stuff potentially in there that is already designed for that type of thing, whether it's wiring systems or lights or, you know, propane heat, you know, there's already things that are there. So I think people are often getting rid of stuff like that. Well, did you see we we got some, um, (laughs) today someone sent us, they want to send us a, RV diesel heater. So I was diesel like, heater. I did see that. Yeah. I was so like, oh, how about to that? Them and be like, well, well, we'll let you know. But yes, we are. <laughs> and it, it won't be this month, but we're going to need mm-hmm. one. Because it's perfect. I saw right. a bunch of those where you kind of put it inside, but you know, yep. you, you store it under in a cabinet below somewhere, kind of seal right. it off pretty good, and then make sure all the exhaust is ran properly. And, and right, one of them yeah. that they, they offered was one with the diesel can on the outside, which I appreciated. Because uh, some cool. of them were yeah. some of them were like all in one. No, I right. kinda wanna I wanna strap the unit down, have it run out to where we can have a the, the, the can on the outside where no no right, diesel yeah. smell has to be in or like you don't want to risk pouring or anything on anything or right. or even if you had an all in one thing, you'd like pull it out and fill it up, but it would still get diesel on the outside of it, then you gotta bring that into your space. Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah. To have that rather exterior just, access. Yeah, yeah. Just have a and then pour, you know, <laughs> fill it up with a few gallons and then you're good for all weekend just to have that on. And if if we don't want to do something like that, we could. If we had the electricity for it, you, just have a small, tiny space heater that bumps it up. Right. You know, we're yeah. not we're not picky. If it if it brings it up from twenty degrees to fifty or sixty degrees, it's like right. Exactly. That's, feels like Florida huge. in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sweat. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so when we talked last week, you were thinking like two separate areas. So you have these like two soundproof mm-hmm. areas, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so you still think of the same thing, like have that ability yeah. to do something, yeah. but then maybe also change it. Like, yeah. So I think, I mean, I mean, I was going to say like, I think, you know, even like a single sheet of plywood, not that that's what it'd be, but I think even that is going to create a fairly significant sound barrier between two spaces, you know? So whatever Enough, it is, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be like crazy but it could be something that's foldable or fold down or prop up you know like with with just something between i think that creates a pretty decent barrier okay here's my thought all right so if it's a rectangle right and then the door is on the like let's you're looking at a rectangle drawn in front of you Mm -hmm. your top is north bottom is south so southwest corner has your door right Your, your your short end on the top and bottom huh or long yes Um, yep rectangle okay gotcha yes yep so long ways north to south. Got it. Um, southwest, bottom bottom corner is your door. Okay. You walk in, turn to your left, and at the back end is, is your bed, right? Is your mm-hmm. big bed. For the couple or for the two brothers who built the thing and built the channel? 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you have the bed, but what what it is is it's it's risen up about three feet. Okay. Right. So it's a raised bed. Right. Um, and then so you climb up into the bed, not really climb, but you know, and yeah. you have that, and on either side. You just make everything equal. So both sides, we put a window in. Mm-hmm. Um, both sides have like uh, an electric unit, you know, something. And both sides have a light. Right. So you just kind of have all the stuff on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then we either get a, a, a nice foam mattress and cut it in half. Right. So then it doesn't really matter. You could have two people or... You know, you get a foam mattress and maybe you cut, like you said, just enough for plywood. Or my thought was, you know, one inch foam that we can right. paint the, like right. like it's the rest of the walls. It can be white or whatever. So you right. don't notice. And it can be easily stored or hung on the ceiling or something when you're not using it. And yeah, it, so you have it, like it, a track. And it, weighs, and it weighs nothing. Right, yeah. So maybe it's like if you have, okay, so say we have like one inch, whatever, foam board. Mm-hmm. You know, Then it could be like on either side we get some like, you know, masonite or something. Like I know they sell masonite with like already white on one side, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you just kind of, you build a frame around it with that. So you have some rigidity to it. But it's still really light or Lawan or something, you know, where at most it might weigh a total of maybe 20 pounds or something, you know, in the end. Something easily, but since it's only half the height of it, you know, it only has has to be Mm -hmm. four feet high or whatever, whatever the the area is. So then, and then if we want to go past that, let's say you have that middle barrier, then you could also have some type of a sliding thing or curtain or something just to give right. you the last little bit of like privacy. So yeah, right. so each person has their own little cabin. Okay. Which I, which I really like. Yeah, right. Um and then so you're still looking towards the end. So you got that whole thing raised up. Under yep. it obviously is all for storage that you can get to from the back yep. or the front. And then what how we split that is, you know, up to us. Right. Um so then your right wall I feel like is where you have on the bottom is a couch long enough to be a bed. So if it's a 12 foot thing, we're going to have to, you know, the, the bed gets six and a half or six feet. Right. And these bunks get six, you know, like very, like it has to be right on the edge. Right. Um, or yeah, I'm thinking probably six and a half and they get like five and a half. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're taller than that, then oh, well, like you and I are the tall ones. (laughs) So. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I think it would it be great to have two more beds there. So you have the the bottom one that's a bed or a couch mm-hmm. that doesn't have to move, doesn't have to drop down anywhere because you can use it as a couch. Right. Um, and that obviously has storage under it, cabinets or whatever. And then you have one fold-down bunk above it. Right. So you could have two people in that space. Yes. So two people all can right. sleep there, whether it's two more guys, if all the brothers, or... Right. It's my kids or your kid and a friend or right. whatever yeah. it is. And then what room you have on the left is, you know, maybe a, um, a wall of some cabinets or whatever, whatever you can kind of fit in there, whatever kind of storage right. you want. And then, I mean, that takes up almost all your space. So then the right. front, yeah. a lot of these trailers have that nice triangle nose on the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have that space, and that's where you could put in 
cabinets and where all your electricity stuff goes in and, and any any right. heater system or any even if we wanted a little simple um sink or something or a little right. like you could you could have a four foot spot there that could have a small sink and a small um like electric cooktop or something something real simple yeah. that you could without having to go outside you could make yourself a cup of something or you could have a small dinner yeah. or and wash something, you know, or brush your right. teeth. Right, yeah, brush your teeth. Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And and that's that's about it. That's what I'm thinking. Nice. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. And then, so, what about, like, I guess we could do, you know, with four, like, if we want to do a table or something inside, that could all be, you know, just a foldable thing. That I figure that would fold off. Away. We, that would fold up down from the left side. Okay. So you have the storage and stuff, but you also have the t- table that folds down. So people can sit on the couch and have access right. to the table. And then you could have two small chairs or something on right. either side. And you can have, like we said, we want four people to be able to sit in there and do a podcast if they want. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, yeah, I just think there's also, like, there's also a lot of options for, like, storage for things like above our head you know there's not gonna be a a ton of height but Mm. i think you know the way like a pop-up trailer um how the door like slides up and into the top into a track Mm -hmm. like i think that could be you know it could be something like that for the divider between the two beds and then also something like that for like maybe a table you know basically just have to have like a track and then little like swivel you know latches that old stuff you know i think there's if we have flat stuff that can that can go down that can all go mm-hmm. up high and then you bring it down bring it up use it however you want to but uh yeah yeah and then um yeah and you know it's trying to be make a lot with it but also be minimal so not overload right. it with stuff right but have a, a, a just enough the bear people we really just want a place people can sleep Right. Dry yeah. and comfortable, and have a small, like a tiny little cabin that you can take wherever you need it. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you and like if that. you and I wanted to go to anywhere, any events or whatever, it doesn't matter. Go visit someone. Oh, yeah, we're, good. we're we're right out here. We're just gonna we're gonna park. Out <laughs> right, <here>. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> have a yeah. podcast here. Do this, and and we'll be we'll be everybody will be comfortable. Yeah, it'd be cool. Maybe we can reach out to uh, what's it, Starlink. Get a little Starlink <laughs> internet for that, <laughs> right? And um, and then you know all the electric. Make sure we run enough lights. Make sure we have to you know insulate it, um, right? But all that stuff is, is pretty simple because it's such a small, you know, it's such a small area. Yeah, so run right. run run four lights, right? You know, and maybe two by the beds, so you can have your own little like personal light. Yeah, I think uh, is it uh, Joe Robinette just actually recently got a thing like that. It is just like a straight box pull behind trailer, mm. but he has it as a, a little like you know rigid tent basically. Mm. You know, so he just pulls up wherever, and it's got a bed and then a little table on one side, and it's even smaller, right? So it's it's smaller than what we're talking about, but it is yeah. just like walk in the back, and there you go. It's all it's all right there. You're dry and indoor, and a little window and stuff. And right, that's yeah. I mean, that is just such a a luxury, in my opinion, is to have a warm space to go into. Right. Take your wet stuff off or whatever, mm-hmm. and then climb into a little warm like nook. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> where you can just chill, play on your phone for a minute, read a book, and then just kind of pass out. And then yeah. everyone, everyone's comfortable. Yeah, and, and you it's funny, we've kind of been texting back and forth about this over the last couple of days, and you, you were like, maybe we could have something exterior that's like drops cans out, or you can access yeah. beer from the outside. You're like, maybe yeah. somehow to pour a beer, like a tap. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, that could be cool. I, I did kind of like the idea of like the accessing like uh, beer cans from the outside somehow. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe it's so- a, maybe it's like a, a wall fridge or cooler or something that has like an exterior access. I'm not exactly sure how to do that, but I thought it'd be cool if you like you open the door and there's like a beer there and then you close it. <laughs> and then when you open it again, there's another beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's right, like, right. it's like sliding down from above or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> so <laughs> I, I thought more about this. Yeah. Um, so original idea was a, just a small little door that you open up and a beer, you know, pops out into your hand mm-hmm. and then you close mm-hmm. it and like you said another one pops out so i want one right i was thinking you could load a tube up inside right and just, right. it's yep. a tube that moves like it swings it was a pivot in the middle so you can load it up flat put six in uh, it I got then you. when you and tilt then... it up it's it's aiming out the bottom door out the uh, hole right. you've cut in the side right yeah now the trick with that is to get something that I mean, you would need like a special lever door that pushes down, almost like a Pez dispenser. So it pushes one out, but blocks yeah, blocks the next one from coming. You know, <laughs> right. and then we yeah. close the door, the other one goes locks down. Now, that yeah. is the more convoluted system. But then I was thinking, <laughs> I, I saw you can three D print them where you can buy them for like fifteen bucks. Um, I'd probably buy the metal ones. Is just a uh, what would you call it? Like in a Z formation. Where you load cans okay. up and they, they they go down, you know, and then come out. It's like something okay. you put in the fridge to store a bunch of cans, right? And they just keep dropping right. down. You know what I mean? They right. they go they go down the Z and they drop down to the front. Um, right. So what you would do, my idea is you'd put that in a cooler, have that in there, and then cut. You know, on the bottom of the cooler, you cut out the sides of a can, mm-hmm. and then you just extend those arms, those little metal arms that stop it. Right. You just extend them to to the to you know to the side of the of the wall, and then that's where your can size hole is on the wall. Uh, okay. So they just kind of roll out that way sideways. Right. Yeah, I was thinking if we you know if we and had you have some you, type of little, you have like, like a box or something you know that's right. there like you just open the door of the box and there's a can sitting and they just grab <laughs> another one another one would immediately slide down and. Right, so that would be inside of a cooler, mm-hmm. but it would be okay. Yeah, 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 I like that. So inside of the cooler, so you could also keep those beers. That, so let's say it loads up fourteen beers in the thing. Right. You yeah. put a couple ice packs or some ice in there. Right. It will keep them cold, and then as they slide out, they will. Right. Hmm. Okay. Is that you know. thing? Is it like self-contained, or is it uh, open to the outside? It's open. So you okay. would have to do like ice packs. Right, yeah. Instead of ice, you know, I'm thinking or, of the water. You know, you open the door or, and all the water yeah. comes out. Like, or you just put, or you just put some aluminum in to block right. whatever ice from sliding out. But I would just right. do two big, big ice packs. Throw them in there, yeah. and then they'll they'll keep them cold for however long. Long enough, yeah. Right, yeah. I'm just thinking if we did something, you know, like like Maker Camp, where we usually fill a cooler with you know a couple cases of beer or whatever, so we have plenty for the weekend. Um. 
and then access that, like, you know, them thinking, or also if, you know, if we have something that is powered, so if we have power, we could even have like a, a, a mini fridge or something and then somehow customize that to be accessed from the outside as well. You know, so same thing, like that same principle that it goes down, but then that somehow there's like an insulated, you know, insulated hole that goes out to the outside and you open it up and you can get beers from the outside. I love the idea of that. You can grab beers without going inside. It's pretty sweet. Right. I think, I think, yeah. And st- right. Cause I don't want to just grab in. Cause obviously we could just bring a cooler outside mm-hmm. if it's hot or if it's cold, we'll just have, you know, you grab a few and pass them out or, you know, it's right. not really a tough, it's not a big problem. But it's a if you can do it right, it's a an, a fun, interesting thing to have. It's like yeah, right. It's those it's those stupid things that are cool. Open a door, a beer comes out. Yeah, it's a novelty, right? Yeah. And then then you explain it to whoever you're with, like, <laughs> hey, need a beer? Just clunk clunk, and it comes out like a machine. Right? Anybody else? And you're just handing them out. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you just you load it up in there, and there's a thing that that they kind of travel down a thing, and then they're like accessible. Right. By like this little beer mail slot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. And again, like I like those those novelty things that aren't completely necessary, but they're interesting. You know, they make mm-hmm. good conversation things and they make good content. You know, it's like the hundred pound bow, right? It's not necessary. I'm not going to go shoot it at the range, <laughs> right. but it's fun to have there and have people like check it out and try it. You know, right? Uh, yeah, okay, man. so. Yeah, and you like talking about you know having one side uh, like all white. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I think yeah, we should keep it whatever color it is because you don't want it to be too flamboyant and cool because then people right. want to rob it. Like oh, they don't right. just have like whatever landscaping gear in there. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Yeah, you got to put like some type of thing like that on it. You know, <laughs> like do a decal that's like a blah blah yeah. blah. You yeah, know, like, like uh, something boring like a. Or a craftsmanship paper company, like oh, yeah, just like or like sewage remo- sewage removal company, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, AOC sewage. Yeah, right. No one wants to go inside there. We like, should oh, do yeah. something like that just to scare yeah. off the whoever and just have you have it white or whatever color it comes in. Right. Because there are some really cool ones where they black it all out and the rims are blacked out. It's like they look really in the in the front. They got like the um, steel. The shiny steel on certain yeah, part, like it's yeah. really nice. But I mean, whatever. If we could get one, I would take whatever. But uh, yeah, but yeah, and like you said, you're running the risk of having someone want to break into it. You know, it's yeah. like this cool thing. You know, full of cool stuff. Right. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's cool. the idea. We will keep you guys updated with if anyone <laughs> contact well the first company i want to give them some time see if they yeah because i really do want this specific company if we can get them if not we'll reach out to 30 people and then <laughs> see you yeah or if you're listening and you have a trailer and you want to get rid of it and be yeah sponsored. there you go <laughs> we'll talk about you and your <laughs> whatever <laughs> right, company exactly. you want every episode <laughs> um was it uh yeah. um Eric Rivers from the Rivers Experience. I know he works for like an RV company, sells like RVs, but it's not like his company. But yeah, you get your boss stuff. Well, yeah, or if it, that's the thing, it doesn't even have to be the. If John's owner, right, RV, yeah. if John's RV wants to hook us up with them, we'll we'll be very specific and only shouting them mm-hmm. out. Like, go down to John's right. RV, get the best prices, blah blah blah. But I would, really, <laughs> I, would I would really like to get it from a company and then have have yeah. them. 
go actually see how the how the uh, sausage is made. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. Way. Yeah, I think again, that's just one of those things I think we're interested in, and that we always thought it would be cool to do on the channel. Let's go to different right. places and see mm-hmm. people make stuff, you know, and highlight that. Um, and you know, and this then, is like the benefit of getting something cool from it as well, you know, and being able to make more content that benefits both people right and then then if we do do it then we can then we'll have more we'll have a better opportunity for us to travel cheaply right yeah and go visit other places so that's right. the type we of can, thing we need where we're just like hey we just do gas money and we can run up there and we don't have to stay anywhere you don't have to pay for hotels like right. all that yep. crap is already it's like we can come up there, or if it's a longer drive, we can drive six hours and then stay stay at a Home Depot like parking yeah, lot right, or one of yeah. those places that allow RVs and stuff to stay. Yeah, we crash right, in the back for yeah. five six hours and then right, yeah, yeah, or, or, yeah right. Oh well, yeah, Walmart parking lot or something, you know. <laughs> right, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I think most most like. I don't know, like get togethers where it's like at someone's place, you know, or like a, like a maker get together or hammer and things like that. A lot of those are like camping is welcome. That's, you know, they encourage it. So that'd be cool. That'd be really yeah, cool. Man. Yeah. And yeah, I like so. the idea of, uh, having like, um, we also talked about doing our, um, brother's travel show. You know, so if we're like traveling mm-hmm. around Maryland or the East Coast, that could could be another cool thing. You know, although like some of that is like the fun of going and checking out a place and doing stuff right. there. But but but, the, but if, if we have that yeah. trailer, that could be part of it. You know, right. <laughs> if we're footing the bill, we can we don't have to buy yeah. a, a hotel or whatever. But yeah, right. Yeah, so we'll see see if they get back to us. If not, or we we'll reach out to them one more time, then we'll just start um, asking everybody see if anybody wants to be involved. Yeah, I like it. That's and, cool, uh, man. Get this, get this thing going. Yeah, I think it'd be fun, and I like the idea of it being kind of minimalist, but just like just enough stuff inside to, you know, make it cozy and like warm and right. Like you know, yeah. uh, craftsmanship and nice paint can do a lot, right? Right. Really yeah. Make it right. Look exactly. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hiding hiding seams and a good fresh coat of paint can make it look like a cute little. Right, cool little like you know space, and um, yeah, you know you can put fake vinyl flooring on the on the floor, stuff like that. That's waterproof right. and looks nice. Looks like wood, right? Just nice things like that. Maybe uh, maybe we keep the the ceiling, whatever yeah. wood color it is, and stain it, and then the sides are white. You know, just a nice clean, where it's yeah. still warm, but you still get a nice clean look to everything. Right, and then we can you know put in some blue cabinets or green cabinets or something, right? Yeah, with with uh-huh. with, yeah. with darker green trim, just really nice, cheap. Right. They're they're cheap details, but they're 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 what 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 takes it to the to a nicer level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that like yeah. Again, it's just that eye for the small the small details and the small mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. that push it a little bit past just utilitarian. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you make it feel a little homey with a few little touches here and there. You know, put up, right. hang, hang up a painting, you know, or something. Oh, that'd be <laughs> sweet. Yes. Yeah, just goofy shit. Yeah, right. But Do something, you know, like, I don't know, I was like, I don't know why this popped in my head, but like something like, I don't know, like a Star Wars sliding cabinet or something. I don't know. Just like, you know, kind of interesting <laughs> things, but not like, not too crazy all over the place, but just interesting little details that right. would make you want it fun few, once you go inside. Yeah. Right. You want a few of those details you can like point out to people and be like, ah, oh, check this out. Check right. that out. You open this thing out and 
four podcast, you know, extender poles come down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like they're this. all attached to the ceiling for the mics yeah. instead of like oh. from the bottom. They're like, <laughs> they pull it down in front of you. That would <laughs> right. be sweet. Yeah. Like there's like clips, you know, in the ceiling. You're like, what are these? And then you pull it out and you clip it up to it. And then you got your mic right. hanging down in front of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> like all that stuff would be so cool. Yeah. So much fun. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that is just really cool to think about how we can customize it to make it what we want it, you know. Mm-hmm. And starting with that blank canvas of just the trailer, basically, you know, and start from there. And yeah, that'd be sweet. That's cool. And Nicole and I have been like looking. I mean, that's why we kind of kept mom and dad's pop up, although it didn't really work out the way we wanted to. But we've been thinking like it'd be really nice to have something fairly, you know, lightweight and simple to pull along to camp inside of. And really, like we enjoy the outdoors, so it's not like we need a um, you know, something that we're going to live inside of like a full RV, but it'd be nice to have a warm, dry interior right. space. So, right. I, I just, right. You want to be able to, yeah, warm, dry and be able to stand up, put your clothes on like, like right, simple yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's, it's nice and not be worried about wet and being on the ground and you're right. And your air mattress dying in the night and like all that. <laughs> but no, <laughs> right, I think yeah. it'd be just enough where, you and I split it between the families, you and you and me, and then yeah. it's just everyone gets a chance to use it for family stuff, and then we get to use it for art of craftsmanship stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. I like it. I was thinking uh, there's, like, different events, like the uh, Primitive Technologies Weekend that the uh, Maryland Parks do when it's, like, bow making and flint napping and, you know, all that type of stuff. We actually just missed it. It was last weekend. Um, at the Cromwell Valley Park, but even something like that, like they encourage people to come and stay for the weekend and like camp and stuff. So that'd be you know, right. be cool to go to some events like that too. Just like you know the like bushcraft gatherings and stuff. You know? Yeah, right, right. Or just, like you know, yeah, like um, extravaganzas and things. You know, right. You just cool. have the it's it's having something that help helps push you out to do those things. Right. Yeah. Go to yeah, exactly. go to. Go to like we talked the other week, next year, go to the Renaissance Festival and stay yeah. for two days. Stay for two nights. Yeah. <laughs> and get, like, yeah. a behind the scene and do, like, a whole series of, like, Renaissance things and bow making and glass blowing. Yeah. And go around and see how the knights, what their armor's like and how, you know, all that stuff, man. It'll be so much yeah. fun. Yeah, it'd be cool. And, and be like, like, having yeah, having that thing makes you a little bit more legit, too. Like, here's our trailer that we do this type of thing out of, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, we travel to places and poke our noses. And <laughs> business. Well, People love good, having man. like I, having stuff shown about them. You know, they like, I wanna, mean, yeah, they who doesn't want, like, like if someone came to me and was like, oh, I love what you guys are doing. We want to show up and we just want to hang out and like shoot stuff and make content and, and yeah. just be a part of it. But, um, yeah, and then highlight you on our channels and stuff. You know, you don't have to pay yeah. anything. It's not going to cost you anything. It's just because we think it's interesting. And Yeah, we just want like, to right, right. be around and or just be in the, like, you don't even have to pay us attention. Just let us let us shoot and talk yeah. and chat, and then we'll move on and stay out of your way, stay out of your hair. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. I like it. So uh, thinking about uh, making videos again, we're actually about to start a new video tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since the, uh, I guess, the laser etcher video, which was uh, two months ago, three months ago. But it's it been a little out, while. <laughs> came out last week, so it's still a fresh video. Yeah, yeah. Which we beat, uh, we beat Dennis Tyrell to it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that comment? 
No, what is that? I was about to do his laser etcher. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm just about to put it out. Like, um, you know, I was like, oh, we, you, I didn't say anything yet, but we got yeah, it. Yeah, right. Got it. I <laughs> like four days, and he just put his out. Um, nice. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I have. I was really I, happy with it. Like yeah. for what for what it is, I feel like following the process of watching someone discover and learn about it. Right. Yeah. And then also seeing how it works in a successful product at the end. I think it's a really interesting video to watch. Right. Yeah. I think that's the, the benefit of that type of video is that it's, it's, it's showing people what you can do from start to finish, even as a beginner, you know, it's like open up the box, pull it out, download the app, like all that, the whole first half of that video is all in like a two hour time span, you know, and it's only two hours because it, take some time to film things you know like but otherwise it's like open it up and put it together and op- download the app and there you go you can you know i i just typed in aoc 2023 and laser etched on steel instantly you know it was like there it is like it's super fast and super easy and and i think that um the the biggest hurdle for anyone buying something new is knowing that it's going to work well knowing that you're putting your money into mm-hmm. something that's actually going to benefit you mm-hmm. um, and that's why people like reviews that's why people read reviews on things because they want to hear someone's real honest opinion about it and um, and that's the benefit of like doing a review video like that where it's something that I really l- would use a lot and so happy to like show an honest review about it and if it was like really hard to use that would have been that would have been part of the review too you know Right, we were just got fed up with, with like, I, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's taking a while. We're trying to figure it out. Like, right, we'll see. But no, it worked great, and you figured yeah. out in a few, like, in a few hours, you figured out how to get stuff. Like, you could have been in a few hours or an hour, I would say, you could have had it set up, and you could have been etching on leather quickly and easily. Yeah. Right, because that yep. was like one of the easiest materials. It was like, you know, yeah. As evidenced by Maker Camp, everyone having their own hat. With, right, with their stuff exactly. Like yeah, because you can bring that thing and just do twenty seconds. Cool. Next, load it in. Cool. Yep. Next, so fast. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so that yeah, is yeah. sweet. And that I mean, so many cool ideas you can do for like a leather sheath or or a mm-hmm. like let's say the knife and fork thing, and you want to you want to make a little design, right? Like kitchen utensils, like a a funny little thing written on it that you can etch on like you know on the the leather like it's it's really cool stuff yeah yeah it's a it's a cool product and i you know the it's only downfall is is the size how like how big of the big of the the, as much space as you can etch right it's like a fairly limited size but but that's you know that's it's also that's what it's designed for yeah. You know, it is that thing. It is for like a small personalization of small objects or adding like logos and things or doing, you know, etching smaller things that you're going to give away like cards or, um, you know, like keychains and things like that. So, right. But I think, it, do you know, it's max. Yeah. It's like, like uh 30 by 30 centimeters, whatever that is. So, or is that right? 34 centimeters is an inch, but that is, it can be it's 30 millimeters, 30 by 30. It's like a, almost like a, two and a half by three something like that that's kind of the rectangle okay because i did the the two brass plaques on the um the hammer that i made the persuader hammer Mm -hmm. and that size of those plaques was pretty much its max Mm -hmm. and those were 
two and a half by three and a half, I think. Hey, by the way, who got your two. hammer? Do you, was it, do you know him or was it just... I do know who it was. Um, and I guess I hadn't told you this, but so yeah. I didn't tell you the story of like the... No, because we didn't swap. even go into the maker swap at all. Ah, okay. So, um, yeah, so I, I, you know, was there. I, I ended up turning my stuff in the second or third day. Something like it was a, a little bit of a weird time when I got a chance to go over because I was also demoing. But I walked over. They were, and they gave, were sleeping, you know, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is not the <laughs> it's not the right time." time. We literally talked about this multiple times. Why are you in the bathroom? This is weird. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a time. It was just like there weren't a ton of people there, and so I was I like went in and dropped it off and was hanging out with uh, Keith a little bit and chatting and he gave me a new working ants podcast shirt nice dark gray shirt with the working ants podcast nice. on it i was wearing one of his shirts during a demo which he was really they were really appreciative of <laughs> they were like yeah <laughs> seen our shirt in the wild being used so you, so yeah because <laughs> no one no one knows who you guys are while you're here yeah right exactly <laughs> that's, yeah you know like we, we do know, so we see you <laughs> but uh but yeah so i i turned in my hammer and then um uh, I think I told you that Stephen DeForest, maybe I can't remember if I told you or not, but Stephen DeForest from DeForest X and Tool, he was there doing leather um, leather work for like axe masks. Okay, cool. And right um, and so he actually reached out to me a couple of days before asking about the Maker Swap and asking like if he's not going to be on there, he wasn't going to be there Sunday, so he wasn't sure if he'd be able to pick anything up. And I was like, well, no, if you're not there, like you have to be there to get your item. And what I said was like, either you have to be there or your ticket has to be there. Right, so that's like they're not they're not policing who gets things. It's just if yeah, they you have the really ticket, care. yeah, yeah. If you have the ticket, you can get it. So I just told Stephen, I was like, you can just just give me your ticket, you know, whatever. Turn that your way, item in, I'll give me your ticket, it. and I will get your item, and then I'll ship it to you. Um, so he did that, and actually, it was funny because he gave it to another time. guy. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. He gave it to another guy who who was looking for me, and so I found him, and actually, Sean found him and got the ticket, which got back to me. So I had my ticket, <laughs> and I had Steven's ticket, and I had like written on his like his name and stuff, so I knew which one was which. Um, so then, when they do the, the, the swap, you know, you kind of walk up and you just hand him your ticket, and they go back and they grab your right, they grab the item that matches it, and they bring <laughs> please, it to the wait, front. Wait, please tell me, like you got. <laughs> That DeForest got the coolest <laughs> yeah. item. It's like Jimmy DeResta's first, like something. He's only made one, and he made a video about it. And then <laughs> what happened? Actually, it was, there was a really cool Jimmy put in his uh, his fake Black Raven, one of his fake fake Black oh, Raven. Oh, cool! Accents, right on. That's awesome. Which was really cool. I saw this like Black Raven. I was like, wait, it's. And then I saw it was like Jimmy DeResta's. Like, dude, you know, a DeResta Black Raven is is. It's even cooler than, than, than I know. Than the yeah. Black Raven. That's what I was saying. I was like, hell yeah, I'd rather have the Duresta Black Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, so I go up and I have my two my two tickets, and I'm like, okay, these are these are mine. I'm picking up one for Stephen DeForest, and they're like, no problem. So I give them the two tickets. They walk back, and they come walking back with my hammer, and they're like, here you go. <laughs> you like so Stephen DeForest won my hammer. Hey, nice. <laughs> I was like, no way, it's crazy. And so yeah, they come back and they're like, "This is for this ticket." I'm like, "That's so." I, like, so I it win, was for his ticket. You, like you didn't it win was. your own thing. No, you it probably was, would just it was definitely it anyway. for his. Yeah. And then I got uh, I got <laughs> this nice uh, maple um, box. box. I saw yeah, that. Made, that was made cool. from Gary Cole. It was really nice. Yeah, like beautifully made. And I actually ended up talking to him about it. And he said there were like, he um, he was at like a. 
I don't remember if it was like apple picking or Christmas tree or pumpkin patch or something like that with his family. And there was this big pile of firewood. And then in the firewood was this beautiful curly maple. And so he asked the guy oh, if he nice. could take like a piece nice. or two and the guy let him take some. He's like, I should have taken the whole pile, but it sat in his shop for a couple of years. And then he ended up milling it down and making the box out of it. And it was a really, really beautiful box. So, but yeah, it was like, it was crazy. So I like, then I have my hammer, the big, you know, the big persuader mallet and the box and I'm walking back and people and like six or seven people were like, did you win your own hammer? Like, did you win your own hammer? Like, no. but it was crazy. So I like, I took a picture and sent it to Steve and I was like, Hey, look what you won. <laughs> I was like completely crazy. And then like a day or two ago, uh, Keith Drennan from working Hands podcast actually sent me a message cause he had posted a video of the, the swap, like the actual swap part where like, and it was like, uh, you know, sped up. So he filmed, you know, like a hundred people walking by. Oh, and so it was like a time lapse of a bunch of people. And, and there's me like walking up and walking away with my mallet. And he sent me a message. <laughs> he was like, did you win your own mallet? <laughs> so I told him the story. He was like, that's crazy. Like what a weird coincidence. Right? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It would have been more bitter if it was like, if uh, Steven had won like the, the thing that I had looked at that oh, I yeah. really wanted, you know, yeah, like, yeah, that's why, like, that's why I don't look like, it's cool to look, but it's, it's like, it's too much. Yeah, you don't you want know? to get your, yeah. Hopes. Up. Like it's yeah. all, you don't, unless like, like we always said, if it's something lazy and lame, then you can be disappointed, right. but you don't want to be disappointed by something that's great on its own. Not compared against right. the best thing that you right. think you might want there, or like. But I will say the 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 images I saw. I feel like did people step their game up? Like, I uh, felt like I feel like a yeah. lot of stuff. Maybe it's just because I was seeing the best stuff. Yeah, I mean, but I think through, through, like, I through Instagram, it's like really good stuff. Yeah, I didn't really see anything that was like. That was not like, I didn't see anything that looked like it didn't take time, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. there were obviously different things like, but everything, it looked like people put time and effort into it or they put like, you know, it's a thing that they really like to do or something that they're like, you know, like, like I know that, um, it's funny. I, I met, so, um, uh, Shane Mooney put in another like leather koozie with the brass and it said like maker camp 2023. Right. And so I saw him later talking to the girl that won it. And I like walked over and I had my koozie with my beer in it, you know, like that night. And I walked over and like cheers (laughs) and I was like, look, maker camp 2022. I got chains from last year. Right. Exactly. I was like, man, this is going to be great. Like if this comes back each year, you know, so something like that, I was like, this is a really cool thing. It's a really awesome item that I actually really like and something that Shane really enjoys doing. And someone else, I forget who who it was. Like someone was giving him a little bit of crap. Like, what? You made the same thing two years in a row? I was like, no, that's cool. Now it's like now it's like a thing, you know. Like <laughs> you, you can get chains. Right. Like you have to have like a uh, right? uh, yeah number. Like next year will be three three of three. Yeah right. Yeah right. Exactly. Right. Maker yeah. camp twenty. Yeah right. Twenty 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 four. And three of three. Sean <laughs> is just trying to flood the market. Now he's going to come back with a twelve pack next year. <laughs> he's like everyone's going to have these. He has, yeah, there have been a, there are a ton of people that were interested in his stuff where he's actually, he already like updated his plans so he can like sell different like levels of it. So he can sell mm-hmm. like all the digital plans. If you want to buy it, you can then laser cut everything. It's all ready to go. And, um, mm-hmm. he's also put thinking about how he can do like a package where you can buy, you can, you can get all the pre cut stuff and all the hardware, but not mm-hmm. made and he'll send that mm-hmm. to you. Or it could be like, 
a kind of simple version or like a more modified, more customized version. So he has like different levels of, of things. And he's trying to, he's trying to work out the, the margins and stuff and see if it's like reasonable for him, you know, or realistic for him to make it and do some, but I think he's, he's doing it. It's something that's like a super cool idea. Like, um, you know, again, that's that, like the leather koozie idea, but the fact that you can snap it together and make a six pack. Yeah. You, like it's, walk I, up and I, I will apart. say, yeah, it's one of those ideas that, like the beer like thing that comes flying out you don't need it no one needs right it. right obviously yeah. everyone has koozies and half the time you don't need koozies and then also the fact that you bring it and then all of a sudden you're like wait i only got five of my koozies <laughs> and yeah, like right. drunk <laughs> uncle mike like where'd he go with my fifth like i'll never get right. that exact koozie back like i need the koozie <laughs> with the snaps on the side where is it Right, yeah. <laughs> and then you find it in the light in your yard the next day. Like, oh, it's right here under the, <laughs> <In> the table. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, so it's but like it, that it's a cool, thing. But it is yeah. a cool thing to do to show up with, with the, like this yeah. leather like thing, like snap one off, be like, boom, there right. you go. And you I saw, I don't know if you saw the, you saw the picture that Gary, who made the box for me, got Sean's leather. Oh, right, right, right. It was like a weird, like, it was crazy. What like, he what needs. Weird coincidence. He needs it to be like. Are they numbered at all? That'd be cool. Because um, then so, you could track down, like, hey, I'm missing. Right. Yeah. Four. And he thought he thought about that. Right. So there's all sorts of different modifications you can do. What he did for that one was that he had each one was laser etched on one side with his logo and the other side with the Maker Camp logo. Mm. So he had them all like, and then you know some of them, some were his logo facing out, and some of them were the Maker Camp logo facing out. But we had that same idea. It could be like. It could be shapes, you know, like triangle, square, hexagon, you know, and then you have like matched up that way yeah. or numbers or, or colors something or, like or colors. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot or, of because because leather yeah. is so like easy to stamp and customize, you know, laser etch or or do like, you know, tooling and stuff. You can do lots of variations. You can have like, you know, one that's like. A, a little turtle symbol and then there's like a turtle pattern shell pattern etched into it and then there's like a bird symbol and then there's like wing pattern you know what I'm saying there's like a ton yeah, of cool one, yeah right like or like you said shapes so it could be all circles or all triangles or squares right, right. yeah or you could even go as far as like it could be a game that goes along with it. Like mm-hmm, each one mm-hmm. says something or, or each thing corresponds to a team like, right all right yeah. now if you've got one with a one on it there's three ones and there's three twos or yeah then you all of a sudden right away you've got a team and a game <laughs> it's like right it's exactly like, you know just make yeah. it like it's a it's a conversation piece then it's a conversation starter like right cool yeah. now right away now you took one right okay here we go now we're gonna play this like right. this thing that comes with it and on the on the middle piece of leather could be like rules for whatever mm-hmm. you're playing like yeah. it, all of a sudden it becomes like a, yeah, a guide and because it's so like customizable, it could be, you know, different people's names or it can be mm-hmm. like your favorite sports team. And, you know, all the leather could be dyed blue and red, you know, like there's just, right. it, it's such a versatile platform that it can be really used, you know, for any type of modification, which is the cool part about it, you know, or you can just, you could also just sell it plain, right? It's just like the straight plain leather koozies and, you know, in brown and, you know just it's just the classic look like so it has a, it's it's a, a really versatile like i said a versatile platform to build on top of it's yeah, cool it's a cool, cool idea i like it um yeah yeah so we'll, we'll do that we got our blacksmith in tomorrow and yeah yeah i'm excited i'm really excited to do that because like with the um you know we're thinking about doing the cutlery stuff i think that's something that i um i like the idea of creating uh a shape that is 
fairly simple, but also like clean lines. And I don't know. I just think, I think like my aesthetic in knife making can come out in blacksmithing as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be a knife where, although I do think it's like interesting to have, you know, a knife fork spoon combination, you know, it's like, I, I'm also, I'm just as excited about forging out a spoon and a fork as I am forging out a knife. So I think that'd right. be really cool. Um, and actually the, the idea of doing a knife is a little bit more stressful than the other two because the other two don't need to be heat treated or anything like that. You know, the knife has to, is like, takes a little bit more time. Um, but it can also be, you know, because it's not necessarily, uh, I don't know, not, it's not like a, um, uh, a hard working bushcraft knife, the level of perfection I need for like a heat treat right. can be a little less. Right. And so it's I, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you want to make it hardy too. Cause you could do like a, right. a bit serrated. You could, you could maybe like, right. You're going to, it's not going to be a, a perfect sharp edge or it will, but you want it right. a little bit thicker, like a, a normal knife that you use with a knife and a fork. It's not a steak. Right. Knife. Yeah. It's a, right. a slightly serrated, you know, slightly sharp but you're not going to cut yourself on a butter knife so right, you're trying exactly. to you're basically trying to make it a butter knife right yeah like it's got to be sharp enough to say like cut through a steak you know but, but that's a steak where the, is that's a, where yeah. the serrated edge you know you do a, you just take yeah, your grinder serrated or, edge, but but you're not gonna do I, serrated I know what you mean. no i don't think so but you need to if you cut through something you need you usually need like a something nah. serrated no that, that's why you use a sharp knife because you don't need serrations. It's not. I'm not cutting through bread. Maybe I am cutting through bread. Exactly. But. <laughs> so maybe it's. I mean, if you cut through steak, you get a steak knife, and they're serrated. If you yeah, cut through bread, if you cut through that's bread, that's because people it's don't. Serrated. That's because restaurants don't want to sharpen their steak knives. Yeah, that's what's wrong with a serrated, serrated knife? You could do big. It, it would. You. Could, I think it's more utilitarian. It's more mm, broad. I don't think so. Like you said, if if you want a sharp knife to slice, you have. Your EDC, you have your nice right. knife. I think if you want something to be like a a, a broad food right. package, you should. I mean, and it could be very very small. So what's, what's the plural? Serrat- serrations. 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 Yeah, Serra- but that's Serra- the thing. I, I think that serrations are more narrow. Like they they do a more narrow job on stuff. I think just a regular knife is going to be a more broad. Thing. Mm, maybe um but either way like you know i think i like there's actually um a really awesome uh blacksmith who does all sorts of really cool things with uh you know more decorative like um like hair pins and all sorts of different stuff but he also makes a really cool knife fork and uh spoon set that i've seen him do for a long time so his his fork and spoon is i mean his spoon and his knife are kind of the basic thing that you would normally do but the fork is a pretty cool design so i think i want to try that design out for mine and uh and then i'll shout him out in the video his uh his instagram is hammer forge creations so does some really cool stuff but uh, all right so it's gonna be a six-day shoot here we go (laughs) well let's you know it's gonna be three different things so yeah fork spoon knife and i was at the uh i was at the renaissance festival last weekend and actually right before we left um so Nicole and Kren and I stayed for the, like the very last uh, joust. So there's like the last ones at mm-hmm. six o'clock and then everything pretty much just shuts down after that. And so after the joust, we went around to the other side or we, we were on the like, we were on the far, on like the, the side the singing? closest to, 
for the singing. No? Did, no? All right. What do you mean? They have the music on the one side of the joust. They were that like that stage. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's on like the far end of it. That's the end that's closest to like the entrance. But on the side that's uh, closest to the parking lot, Mm. there's that side that's like against the wall there, where like there's the armory and the bow stuff. But then you know, not the side that's closest to the rest of the um, the Renaissance Festival. But right there, that other side, that's where like the swords and knife booth is. That's always there. Yeah, you know, and you can buy like the, you know, full size swords and replicas of things and whatnot. And so we went over there. We're just checking out the like. I was we were kind of more looking for like dagger type stuff, like maybe a, an interesting like you know costume piece or whatever. Because there, they're you know they're they're all um, a lot of it's like Chinese bought stuff, you know, so you can buy them for twenty bucks or fifty <laughs> right, bucks or whatever. Right, it's not like right. you, not like some of the booths where these are people that are actually making their stuff and selling mm-hmm. them for a couple hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were just looking through and I saw a little set and it was like, had a sheath. And so it held like a blacksmith style knife. Um, so like metal handle. And then it had a single spike that was like in the front. So almost like an eating, you know, like a fork, but just a, a single tine, you know, it was kind of had a twist to it. And it was like, and just the, the leather sheath. So they were stacked, you know, the knife was behind and the, and the, the like spike was on the front. It was just like a really nice package. It looked really nice, really clean. So was it just a knife and a spoon, or, or no? Uh, it was just a, a knife, just just a knife and the and the spike, a like a singer poking, like a, a poking. Is that where you're going to try to do a poker? Uh, no, to... I want to do it. I want to do a two prong fork. A um, two prong fork. Okay. Yeah, so a two prong fork, and then the way I'm thinking about doing that is uh, following the the um, design of the Hammer Forge creations, and I'll I'll show show you more about that. It's hard to explain through a podcast, but it's cool. So, and then, you know, same thing, like the spoon, fairly simple handle, but like just a few cool things. I think, um, just, I've I've seen a lot of different inspiration. I've been kind of looking over the last few months with doing that type of thing in the forge, like, you know, um, forging out those kind of simple utensils and things like the spatula and the spoons. Um, I've been looking at a lot of different ones. So there's some, there's some cool ones out there. And so I got a lot of inspiration from a lot of different places. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to put together a single set that all kind of works together. Do you want to cool. do a leather thing for it in this video? Um, I I think it would be really cool to do a leather thing, and I'd like to do that. I just don't know how it'll go. It'll it'll. I don't know the design yet, and I kind of have to have the utensils first to do the design. So that could be something where we just do a follow up video and build yeah. a leather you know thing for it right afterward. So yeah, um, yeah, because I I would like to have them all in one thing where I could like wear that you know on my belt. So it's like <laughs> fork, knife, spoon, like a little cutlery set. But they has to they they obviously things can't be too big because then you're like carrying this giant thing, you know. So it's got to be like a personal size things that kind of work and that are maybe like maybe the spoon's a little bit flatter than a typical spoon, or maybe it's more like a normal you know spoon that you get out of your drawer as opposed to like a ladle or something like that, right? It's just a you know just just the right shape. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. So. I'm excited. That'd be fun. Um, I I love doing uh, smaller forgings like that that are about um, detail and you know kind of hammer control and things like of that. What are you nature. gonna? Are you gonna do it out of uh, just whatever stock steel you have? Yeah. What I was thinking it might be an interesting angle is to, to do it like out of scrap stuff. So I have a whole bucket full right, of scrap. Right. Some of it's old mm-hmm. files. Some of it's old like 
you know, small pieces from knives. Some of it's, you know, like railroad spikes. I just have a big bucket of scrap. So like, okay, what can we make out of scrap? Because the spoon and the fork don't need to be high carbon. They mm-hmm. can be anything. The knife will have to be at least something relatively high or even like a spring steel or something that is hard enough that it'll like that. I can do a little heat treat and it'll, it'll hold a, a little bit more of an edge. So, and I think I'm just going to do for like the temper. I'll just do a, um, like a, a torch temper. So just heat up the back of the spine of the knife until I get the, like the, the golden, you know, the straw color and then quench it. so it's right at that, you know, it'll hold at that. And so kind of a, a quicker temper, which is kind of interesting to do. It'd be fun. But yeah, cool. I thought that might be kind of an interesting angle. Like, let's look through the scrap bin. What can you make, you know, out of just random things that you get around? Cause I have like, I also have, um, like uh, coil springs from car, you know, so I, I could, oh, nice. that, that's that, you know, that spring steel will work for a knife. It's hard enough to, to hold, you know, to heat treat and hold an edge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how far we, what's your, um, what's your guess on how far we can get tomorrow? Um, I would say, so the, my other thing that I was thinking is it might be kind of interesting to do all Here three, we at, go. <laughs> no, all three at the same time. Right. Mm. So like have three pieces in the fire. So I'm like constantly moving. Now, the only problem with that is my own strength. Right. Because that's just like my arm tires out from hammering over and over again with a two and a half pound hammer. Smaller stuff, though, if you can get if you can start with thin steel, you don't have to do a lot of flattening. Like it's already kind of where you want it. Right. That would be cool. And then we could get that done quick. Right, exactly. I was thinking, you know, because if you're if you're making a set and you want them to all look the same, like work on them at the same time, so you have the same type of, you know, this, yeah. the hammer blows are the same. Everything is kind of, you know, then it feels like it's come from the same batch, right? It's all the same right. one thing. And I also I always like having two projects in the fire when I can, because then I'm not just waiting for that piece yeah. to heat up. Yeah, that's what kills our our shoots. Is just like do it and then wait. Yeah, wait, wait, right. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. All right, 10 minutes of yeah. nothing. <laughs> and some of that is just, that's blacksmithing. Like, you just have to wait for the steel. Yeah, I know. you're right, yeah, right. You know. But also, once the forge is hot and once steel goes in and out and you're working it and you're like, you're not you're not waiting, it to, you're not quenching it each time. So it's not like it's got to heat up from cold. You know, you get it back in the forge. And if, you know, usually if I'm working two different things, I put one thing in, I pull the next thing out, work on that, you know, however, 10, 12 blows, put that back in the forge and the other thing's hot and I can pull the next mm-hmm. thing out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I figured if I have three things going, then, uh, it should work. It should be kind of interesting to kind of keep those things flowing together. Like, all right, next up is the hammer. Next up is the knife. Next up is the fork. Like depending on, you know, kind of thinking about the order of operations and, you know, what, what steps I'm going to do in what order so I can, you know, do it efficiently. Right. When you accidentally cut the spoon in half because you think you're doing a... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right down the middle. Oh, now man. I have a spork. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you There's an just, idea. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to make two. Just make a spork and a knife. Spork. <laughs> yeah, right. A double-pointed spork. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dangerous to eat or soup do, with. Yeah, right. Or do like a spoon on one side and a fork on the other side. Ooh. You know, so it's like the end-to-end... Yeah, Wait, a what? A spoon? Oh, okay. Like, uh, like, yeah, one side of yeah, the handle yeah. is a spoon, yeah. the other side's a fork, right? So it's yeah, yeah. one tool. Cool. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I, I don't think I want to do that now because I already have an idea of what <laughs> I want the fork to look like, and it's different. But I do like the idea of that. I think that might be kind of mm. cool to forge something like that out in the mm. future. 
a double-ended a, a spife or no what's that? i guess that's just a spork <laughs> <laughs> we're not adding a, it's not a spoon yeah, you, don't, a you don't want a you don't want a knife a knife spoon yeah right I'll unless it's a butter grab it <laughs> don't use that side that's dustin rough. didn't want to straight it he made it sharp as shit on one side <laughs> <laughs> right, because it's a knife. Because <laughs> it's an eating knife, which should be serrated. That's Same. ridiculous. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for serration. Serrations. <laughs> Serendipitous. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, what do we got for recommendations? I think we're uh, ready to wrap it up. I will say that again. I'll shout out uh, Hammer Forge Creations. Um, he does some really cool stuff, uh, and his name is Lucas Damon. But that's Hammer Forge Creations on Instagram. I have another another recommendation, so you can. No, you go. What do you, what do you, okay, so my other one is another. Um, uh, blacksmith and like like I said over the last couple months because I've been doing these different things kind of interested in that type of like a useful forged item um, one of the guys that I've watched quite a bit of um, who has a kind of a, a nice um, elegantly filmed YouTube channel is Alex Pohl Ironworks on Instagram and YouTube Alex Pohl he's a British blacksmith and uh, like Steve house and a few of those guys all used to work in his shop. Um, Steve has, has, was at maker camp. Um, that's moonshine Metalworks, And he, um, he actually stayed with Chris for about a month and a half or so, or a month leading up to maker camp. And then was there at maker camp. So I hey, did, to... did Chris go to Renaissance festival? Um, I, I'm, I know that he went at some point this year, I think. Um, but I didn't. I know you were talking him. about maybe meeting up and saying hi. But yeah, well, that time that that second time we were going to go, um, I think that's when it was canceled and we pushed it back. <sighs> I actually saw Trevor, um, who is uh, his Instagram is Dusty Squeak, and we've met him a couple times at Maker Camp. I saw him again at the Renaissance Festival. Do you remember? Oh, um, so he's the one who's got like the long beard. He's got dreads. He's usually helping like in the Coal Forge area. And Did he probably, have the old bay thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right on. The little old bay holster. Yeah, uh, he he fucking yeah. gave me one when we were at Renaissance Festival. Mm. He was like, "Have I been, He's like, "You have one of these?" I was like, "No." And he like took it right off his belt and gave it to me. I was like, "Hell yeah!" It was awesome. So that's like now up in my little uh, my little seasonings area in my kitchen, and so with the holster yeah, attached yeah. to it, you got the little oh, old yeah. bay. You, holster. I mean, you gotta yeah, take it to Maker Camp and Renaissance oh, Festival yeah. next time. Absolutely. Yeah. It was funny. I like, I did put it right on my belt at Renaissance festival, but I had like all the like leather stuff on and all the gear that matched. And that's like a, it's 3d printed, but it's from like white filament. So it's all white with the, with the like, you know, old bay can. You, and you, it, want, you want to show it off a little bit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I told him, I think the, two years ago, I told him, I was like, all right, next year you need to bring a full size traditional <laughs> can. Yeah. Right. You know, you got to have like the, the deluxe. There was a guy at uh, the Renaissance Festival who was uh, Captain Maryland, I think it was, or Maryland Man, and he was wearing Man. like a like a skin tight full suit that was a Maryland flag, you mm-hmm. know, like a whole like body suit, and he had a helmet and like uh, almost like a Captain America helmet and a shield, and the shield was a crab, like a big crab, <laughs> and it had like the Maryland flag, oh and then gosh. he had. A whole holster, like a belt that had like three or four different cans, like a different size oh. cans of Old Bay. And he's wearing that walking around, Mister Maryland. <laughs> I love so it so funny. much. It's so much fun. Are they? When are they? Yeah. Are they done at the end of October? What's their? Yeah, I think this weekend is their last weekend. Shit on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I couldn't do it this year. Next year for sure. Next year, 
let's try to get something going with them. Let's yeah. reach out to yeah, people be great. and see if we can get in there. Yeah. Cause I, I, I hate missing it. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's such yeah, a, so it's such a quality event and mm-hmm. all the buildings they have and the space they have is so well done. Well, I mean, I've never been to another one, but I feel like right. this has got to be one of the one of the good ones. The way it's in yeah. the woods and the way it's all the buildings are there and all the amphitheaters and like everything. It's you feel yeah. like you feel like you're in the time, right? Yeah. Like yeah once, it's, it's and once great. you go through the gates, like you can't see out, right? Everything is like self contained, and like you said, it all like up and down hills in the woods, and there are trees, and all the all the buildings have been there for. 20 years or whatever so things have it, moss growing on it them it feels and they, like, like they a really and... fun festival like it should be right. like it's yeah where where there's 15 or 10 stages all types yeah. of different stuff right. like music and people and jugglers and comedy acts and musicians and like <laughs> right. people walking and, away selling you know around selling like food from little carts or they're carrying things or it's yeah. so much fun yeah, there was um, Nicole and I were walking at one point, and we actually went with uh, with the Greens and the Porters and all of our kids. Like we all were there, so it was a big group of us, uh, plus our other friend Andrew. And um, at one point, Nicole and I had kind of broken off. We were grabbing some food, and we were kind of just walking along. And and Nicole was saying how usually when she's at events where there are tons of people it like it gets to her you know like eventually she's like it's just she doesn't like the crowd she doesn't like the you know all the different people with the different attitudes and like she's like but that never like it never bothers her at the renaissance festival because everyone's there everyone's like having so much fun and like yeah like sometimes there's long lines for food or areas are packed yeah that's people but everyone's in such a good mood and you know it's just it feels right for that environment you know you like yeah that's cool yeah, I just, uh, you know, just passed by the uh, the Thor's hammer stage and just, you know, um, critiqued everyone's <laughs> everyone's hammer form who was not doing well. You didn't take a swing. I did this year. Yeah, this. Yeah, I did oh, yeah? the last right before we left as we were walking out. I was like, ah, I'll go ahead and do it. You know, but it's like the three bucks for five swings. So I obviously hit the bell all five times. I, I ch- it was my my challenge to do it at the very end of the night when when like theoretically I've heard like in my mind I think they like turn it up over throughout the day so it gets harder and harder. Right. But yeah, got all five bells and got my little my little necklace with the little leather square with the star punched in it. Yeah. Yeah. I got <laughs> so one. That's how it's done. Yeah. But no, it's fun. Uh, but yeah, going back to my recommendation, Alex Pole Ironworks. He he does some like he does axes and and cu- kitchen cutlery and knives and all that sort of sort of stuff. But it's all kind of that like um, you know what a blacksmith would have done to make tools and useful things for the community. Um, but how how would you do that these days? You know, so like. Um, you know, cookware, things that are more common, like, you know, things mm. like cookware, like, mm. like like a pan and knives and butter knives and forks and, you know, spatulas and things like that and coffee scoops and all. But he has a, just the, the YouTube channel is really nice. So I like his work. Sweet. So there you go. Yep. Cool. I'll um, recommend a show I'm watching with Caitlin right now. All right. The Fall of the House of Usher. You know what that uh, is? Uh, nope. Does that title sound familiar? The yes. I mean, it sounds familiar as in I I recognize the name, but I have not. I don't know what the theme is. Well, it's a um, it's like it's a horror show, um, but it's based off of real loosely based off the works of Edgar Allan Poe. Ah, nice. That's cool. Um, so it's 
I wouldn't watch it with your kids. <laughs> yeah. It's very, uh, a lot of nudity, a lot of gore. Gore's not so bad, but a lot of nudity and stuff. Right. So, you know, okay. you might want to earmuffs or, or watch it on your own or, you know, <laughs> but, like the second episode, there's like this orgy scene. I'm like, man, like I didn't see that coming. Like the first episode's scary. Right. But I didn't see orgy scene in second episode, so <laughs> it'd be a little awkward to watch with, you know, let's say your 13-year-old daughter. Yeah, like right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so watch it on your own, um, but it's really good so far, really cool, creepy, nice. um, and basically it's this family, but I think each episode, I've seen three now, each episode's going to be a kid in the family dies, because it starts out saying, this mm-hmm. guy's like, all my kids have died this week. And he's under investigation, so each uh, one is like kind of uses a different Edgar Allan Sto- uh, Edgar Allan Poe um, poem or story. Oh, uh, that's cool! And kind of has it work into a modern modern version. So they're each like these uh, their own little stories. Nice, sweet. But it's really, awesome. It's really well done, and through three episodes, we're enjoying it. So check it out. Nice. What's uh, what what platform is that on? What channel? Netflix. Netflix. Sweet. And cool. I think it's I think it's like number one or two right now in like top shows, especially you nice. know it's October. But it's like yeah. it's it's uh, good stuff. Nice, yeah. Nicole's not a fan of like scary stuff, so she's always she's never like eh. you know she likes thrillery things. You know she likes that type of thing, but not necessarily. Yeah, it's a little. Scary. It's yeah. There's definitely like scary bits and some jump scares, but mostly right. I, I don't even. It's kind of just. It's kind of like an interesting thing, like, right. Other than the few jump scares, it's not that bad, right? Yeah, and I like you know the fact that it has a theme, right? It's like they're all Poe based, right? So you know that Poe has that kind of theme in his work, is that kind of (laughs) you know intense. It's going to be dark, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think people die in weird ways, right? I think that would be something that Nicole would be more into rather than just like a you know, crazy, like, demonic possessions or something, yeah, no, or, you know, like, where it's like, uh, you know, I'm not interested in that, but, yeah. Right. Sweet. That's cool. It sounds good. I'll watch it. Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> I was we're, like, Netflix, we're definitely I into it. Yeah. Watched our third episode today, and we're, that's what nice. we're going to be doing for the next how many days, because we got the kiddo, we're home, even though yeah. I worked yesterday, and I'll do the Ravens game this Sunday, and I'll, nice. be, I'll tell you, before we go, dude, penises oh my gosh and, and, and ball sex it's terrible <laughs> to clean up after and to like it's he's peed on oh oh you're that's just, so I'm like what are you times. talking about i was like is this about the fall of the house of usher is this about football <laughs> it's like i'll tell you like, what jumped penises into <laughs> penises and balls how about those penises huh weird stuff <laughs> no but no with with uh grant it's just yeah. what a mess girls are so much easier <laughs> that's what I thought too. I mean, so, you know, I had not a boy, but <laughs> no, so much. Easier. Now you have something to compare it to. It's yeah. just any. I don't. I mean, he's peed while we're changing his diaper like uh-huh. ten times so far in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so like, you get that cold air. You know, bam! Hits the wall. Hits his face. <laughs> like pees on everything. You're just like no, no. It's just going. We'll, we'll, yeah, you gotta get. You gotta get the we'll PPT piece. You know? <laughs> we do. I think we have what PPT. PPT. <laughs> but it, I've got it down. It's like beat the clock. I'm like, all right, here we go. This one's ready. And go. Like, 
<laughs> but I also, there's also a little, uh, a hack. I don't know. I mean, it's worked so far, but <laughs> it's only been a few times where you wipe the cold wipe on their belly first. Yeah, right. So any, any, like, first, yeah. any pee, hopefully he gets out right then, and then you uh. pop it off and do the old <laughs> yeah, penis switcheroo. Huh? <laughs> well, well fire hose is so annoying. <laughs> you shoot all over wherever. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're annoying now, but they'll they'll come in handy in the future. I <laughs> hope <laughs> yeah. uh, you like this when you get older. <laughs> you don't piss on yourself anymore. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, you don't have to worry about like you know peeing. And you have to go somewhere. You're just like, all right, here, let's go over to a bush. Go ahead and let it rip. Right. And, and I would say <laughs> the worst part too with a, a boy's circumcision is mm-hmm. that you have to keep it clean and you Vaseline kind of the front of the diaper, mm-hmm. so it doesn't rubbing. absorb oh. well. Oh man, yeah. You know, because it, it needs to, because you don't want any, you know, anything, any um, abrasion, injured part, yeah, catching right. on a on a dry piece of. So you have to, yeah. and we're we're actually almost done that 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 bit, and he's that's good. He's looking good. He's much yeah. better than the first few days. Kate yeah. and I were like, I kept calling. Well, I was going to call Drew, but I called Guy because he already had a boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, does this thing look this bad? Like, this is, <laughs> this is rough. Like, should we get poor little dude? That's the worst part. Yeah. You feel so bad, and you can't do anything for him. There's no pain pills. Right, you, yeah. For getting your wiener cut for a baby, it's just like, <laughs> that's what it is. We're going to vaccinate yeah, exactly. it, and hopefully it doesn't stick to anything, and we're not yeah, going right. to touch it. Yeah. But yeah. It's just, you you're not going to remember this it, wound. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I felt bad for him, but, you know. Yeah. I don't want to make fun of him when he's older, so. Yeah, right. Got to look like dad, right? That's yeah. the way I always, that's, that was like in all the years of like different people, my friends and different people having kids. It's always like, yeah, just whatever, whatever dad has the, usually the kid, the boys have. So they look yeah, like And that. I heard a, an old, well, there's arguments against him and it's fine and whatever, yeah. but one was like, you don't get the same sensitivity. And I was like. Look, guys don't have any problem with sensitivity. <laughs> right, exactly. We all we yeah. all do just fine every single time. <laughs> like right. there's no like I didn't yeah. get there. You'll be fine. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we we enjoyed enough. You don't need anything like Yeah, I don't need to be extra sensitive down there. Right. Like, quick enough we're, enough we're, as it yeah, is. Right? Yeah, we're we're good. We're good with time here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> A little bit less sensitivity actually might be kind of good. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn something <laughs> off. Get a grind get a grinder down. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Take some yeah. skin Ooh. off. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I don't know how right. I was thinking about that. But. <laughs> Penises. <laughs> Penises, huh? Uh, That's my crazy. recommendation. <laughs> don't have a boy. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Cool. All right. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> that won't be the title of this week's podcast. <laughs> Penises. Penises and ball sex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you head over to uh, YouTube. Check out the new video on the Laser Pecker 3. Uh, that was kind of cool. And then I was actually able to like etch all of my uh, the sheep shear knives, um, which I did say in the video that they'll be for sale, which I had forgotten I said. And I'm glad that I was just uh, um, like just 
not being very good with getting everything up and posted because then when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, I did say they'd be for sale. So I'm glad I didn't sell everything or put them all up before the video came up. So, um, those will be there. So, and you can find any, uh, things like that on Instagram. So I'll put things up on Instagram for sale. There was uh, sheep share knives, but yeah, check out, check out the video and let us know what you think. Maybe comment, um, like, and subscribe. If you not have not already, that's, uh, where we want everyone to head over there, check out those videos. And then, uh, if you want to support us even further, you can always go to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship and you can support us there. And uh, we appreciate all that support. All goes back into the channel. Hopefully, we'll maybe put some of that stuff into a sweet, like, uh, <laughs> a bro drop trailer. <laughs> bro drop. The bro drop. The bro drop. <laughs> nice. And yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. And all you right. know, if you, if you provide us with a trailer, we will let you sleep in one of the bunk beds. So ah, there you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be able a, to a maker. <laughs> like joining us this year at Maker Camp is blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's your sponsored like level in the Yeah, you can listen trailer. to me snore all night and see if the if the barriers <laughs> You're like this. Be like, this wait, sucks. there's no barrier at the foot of the bed. Everyone snores loud, they stink, they're big. <laughs> They're big. Like, oh, I'll sleep in a tent outside. Thanks. Yeah, it'd be all right. <laughs> I, th- I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if we got one of those uh, rooftop tent things, you know? Like, get, oh, get one of those companies to do it. Then you got a oh, tent on the gosh. roof, and then you got the interior. Oh, it'd be sweet. We can, seven, we can have 10 people in that, that bed. Uh, exactly. Someone, can, someone can, in the truck bed. Yeah, we can house just the whole tent city, just everyone, just like tents popping out from all directions. <laughs> this is a 22 person trailer, it's a six by 12 foot trailer. <laughs> it's like a clown car. Right. <laughs> all right. All right, Devin. It was a pleasure. (laughs) Everybody else, uh, thank you guys all for listening, and we will talk to you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.